You're listening to Two Guys, One Internet, a Dylan Wallace and Sean Harkins podcast. You drinking anything? Uh, just water. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I generally try not to drink on the weeknights. What, what kind of life do you live in? <laughs> Here we are, episode six, two guys, one internet. I'm Dylan Wallace, joined with Sean Harkins. Sean, tell the people hello. Hello. We are, uh, we're rolling into episode six. We took a week off, uh, mainly because Sean had to do birthday things last week. Happy birthday, Sean. Thanks, man. How was your birthday? Good. Yeah. Uneventful, but good. That's good sometimes, though. Yeah, a weekday birthday when you're an adult, it's like, you know, not the most exciting thing. Well, and it's also one of those kind of old man things as we're having these birthdays as we get older. They kind of they kind of change how we celebrate them a little bit. Um, we can yeah, talk, that's going to be one of our one of our segments today. So we could talk a little bit more of that when we're getting to our our old guys stuff. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, how you doing? Good, good. Things, things are good out west. Things are good. Uh, it's not in the negatives here. Yeah, my my quick hitter to start is that it sucks right now in Michigan. <laughs> the uh, I think I texted you. Oh, what was it? It was either Sunday or Monday that it was like negative twenty with the wind chill. So the boys were the boys and I got the got some Lego sets out and we're we're doing some construction. But since I sent that to you, we've had three snow days on Monday, Tuesday, and today. Um, we got dumped on on Monday. We got about twelve and a half inches of snow, <laughs> uh, and uh, and it's been negative ten to negative twenty with the wind chill each of these days um and then uh tomorrow is another snow day for the boys they uh are going to forecasted to be with the wind chill negative 30 um but then uh, we're, we're supposed to have some relief heading into friday and then we're supposed to have a high of 40 on sunday so almost a a negative 30 to 40 temperature swing in the matter of five days yeah oh my gosh the polar That's, vortex destroying yeah. us all i i think i texted you this but growing up i i remember um maybe and not even that often but a few times it getting to like maybe negative 10 but i don't remember it ever getting worse than that i don't i don't really either i mean not like this and you're I mean, it's like four or five days in a row. And I mean, usually, I mean, if it's, if it's below zero, I mean, it's just cold. I mean, even if yeah. it's, 
Did you did you hear that the the alarm? I mean, obviously you did. I heard. I, I couldn't tell what it was. It was just something weird. The uh, we got an emergency alert in Michigan. I mean, it was kind of timely because we were talking about the polar vortex. Yeah. The there's uh, an emergency alert for the entire state of Michigan to reduce our temperatures in our homes to 65 degrees or less due to the consumption of gas with the uh, with the, the, the temperatures what they are and the use being what it is and consumers energy had a a large fire at one of their one of their production facilities that that was producing a uh, um, the majority of of uh, of gas to some of the different users so they're trying to reduce the use and pull off of reserves to get through this primarily through this cold spill oh my god yeah yeah so it was it was time yeah that's I think we just... that's like wow that's kind of scary yeah i was it, I mean, it took me by surprise because I mean, it came through on the phone, which is what we're recording on, and then Courtney was was uh, sleeping, so she was she wasn't sure what was going on, call, calling to me from upstairs, and uh, so I had to figure out what the what the heck was going on and what we needed to do. Oh my gosh! I mean, we keep we keep it upstairs. We keep it at about seventy ish. Um, so we reduced it down to 65 up there and then downstairs we keep below 65. So, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't much of a problem for us personally, but it's not asking much to make sure that the rest of the state is getting what they need to get. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's what, that's what we're living in Michigan. (laughs) Polar vortex. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, Lauren is in Madison, obviously, and uh, she had some alert that the wind chill could get down to uh, negative 55. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I don't even know what that's like. I can't even imagine what that's like. I don't want to. No, I'll pass. Yeah. Well, that's my quick hitter. <laughs> I, 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 you want to just keep? Yeah, going? that's fine. I'm good with that. Uh, what? Do you have any quick hitters? Um, I got another one. Okay, go for it. Well, I mean, it's Super Bowl week. Super Bowls on Sunday. We got New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Rams. The uh, you have any interest in the game at all? Uh, well, I'm not a, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, so I'm rooting against him. <laughs> Just in pure spite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not, I, I mean, I've what the Patriots have done over like our the last seems like twenty years is pretty damn impressive. But I'm sick of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, to be that good for that long. I mean, I don't know of another team in professional sports that have been able to accomplish what they've been able to do. Um, but uh, but yeah, they need to go away. I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of Belichick. I'm tired of Brady. Um, and they're and they're probably going to win, and it's going to just Tom Brady will be back again next year, and we'll just won't be rid of him. They'll just turn into a Tom Brady robot and just keep <laughs> turning out turning out Super Bowl contenders. Well, you know he one of the reasons I don't like him. Uh, there are several. Uh, He's involved with this shady business where he's basically selling snake oil. He sells these like magic pajamas where you sleep in the pajamas and you get, you know, like you turn into Tom Brady, apparently. (laughs) I didn't know he's got pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I'd classify it as a pajama business, but it's a it's like a health and wellness (laughs) thing. But it's all I'm sure totally bogus. The uh, I thought for sure it'd be like a a boot business because he's he's whenever you hear Tom Brady, you hear the the UGG boots that he wears. I just I just searched Tom Brady pajamas. Recovery sleepwear. That's what. Yeah. Through there it is. There it is. Yeah, it's through Under Armour. Oh, that's giving it way too much credence. I'd say. Uh, I'm gonna have to read up on this and see. Uh, we'll have to do a review. We'll each order a pair of pajamas. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm an all-pro quarterback. It could, it could go well with our uh, our old man segment with this with this. Yeah, the uh, that's true. Our our recovery time is better after sleeping the time Brady sleeps with right. our pajamas or Ugg boots on and a fistful of hundred dollar bills. <laughs> right. That's the key to everything. It might just be having Giselle Bunchin laying next to you too. That might have something to do. With uh, it it can't hurt. I wouldn't think. <laughs> uh, you, who are you picking to win the Super Bowl? Oh, geez. I guess it's this is an uneducated thing for me for the most part, um, and it's probably just matches my rooting interest. But I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm picking the Rams. You know what? I I want to pick the Rams because that's who I want yeah. to win, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Patriots just because I don't want them to win, so they'll probably win. But they're just they're just the Rams have looked relatively unimpressive the last few weeks, and you, you say that with them going to the Super Bowl, but with the way that they started the season to where they're at right now, um, I mean they they uh, they've been kind of not showing the high powered offense that they were that exhibited for the majority of the regular season. So I think that the Patriots run defense will will help keep Todd Gurley in check. And I mean they've Rams have been utilizing CJ Anderson of all people, who looks like the Bartolo Cologne of running backs. It just overweight and should not be on an NFL roster, but I mean, he's been productive 
So that's the other thing about it. Uh, maybe just rolling his way across yardage. Um, but uh, I think the Pats defense will keep, will hold them in check and they'll do enough on offense between Brady and the running game that they have. Plus the, the cornerback for the Rams came out and said it was either yesterday or today. He said that Tom Brady's lost the step with his age. And I'm thinking, why, why Tom Brady's got that Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan type killer instinct where if you piss him off, I mean, he just, for whatever reason, he just, it's like transformers and energon. I'm thinking that because playing with the kids with snow days, the, uh, it's like he just harnesses that power and then he destroys you with it. So I don't know why you give him any, any bulletin board material because he'll just, He'll just use that and eat up that cornerback um, on Sunday, but uh, but I'm picking the Pats. Yeah, not, but not, not not not. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm picking the Pats by three. Um, I think it would be interesting to see Indomitian Sue get a Super Bowl. Yeah, the uh, he had an interview. It must have been media day because there's a bunch of stuff coming out here. I mean, I'm not following it closely enough, but he had an interview where I saw that um, he did not leave the Lions because of money. His his reasoning was that they they did not want to pay him, or they didn't want to they didn't value him as a player. Is kind of what it came out out as being. Uh, is is that, that the same thing as they, money, though? Yeah, basically, <laughs> I think he was just, he was just trying to make himself feel better. Um, but all you had to say is they're the goddamn lions. And I didn't want to play for them. Yeah, I, that's a fair enough and, excuse. And everybody been like, "Yeah, it makes sense." <laughs> uh, I, I want them to win, and then like I want Roger Goodell to hand him the the trophy. I'm sure that's not how that would work, but and I just want him to like body slam Roger Goodell. <laughs> what I what I was th- what I was thinking Sue might do is he'd take take the Lombardi. Throw it to the ground and stomp on it. <laughs> Spike it. <laughs> Spike it and and uh, and then just walk off. <laughs> Retire, never to be seen again. <laughs> uh, the uh, other Super Bowl related questions. What's your what's your go to big game snack? Like when you're when you're at when you're at a Super Bowl party, what's what's your snack of choice? Oh, so, oh, sorry, I didn't hear the last part of that. Um, That's okay. Oh, I would have to go with probably buffalo wings. Yeah, are you a spicy guy? Yeah. And I don't eat them that often, but at a, that's just like the perfect time to eat a, a hundred of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those are up on my list. I, I'm a queso guy when it comes to, uh, um, like a, a Super Bowl party. I, I like a good queso with uh, uh, just chips and cheese. I don't know. I just can't get enough of that stuff during the big game. Yeah. And beer, obviously, to wash it down with. I, get, I think that's probably why, too. It's a good beer drinking snack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you can't really go wrong. It's not like there's any health food involved. No, 
no, if there is, then that person is not invited to the next party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the person who brought it can eat it, I guess. Yeah, who who brought the carrots and dip? <laughs> just put a ton of ranch and blue cheese on it, I guess maybe that'll <laughs> that's basically what you do. Is you just you just dick the dump dip the whole thing right into the dip and, <laughs> yeah. uh, put it in a bowl so you can't see any of the orange it's just it's just all white <laughs> right. it's America's holiday <laughs> uh, yeah I, I mean I used to just primarily well, I mean I watch a football game but you, you always watch it for this commercials too right last couple of years I haven't even really paid attention to either yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat, pretty much. The uh, who's your who's your pick for MVP? <laughs> I might be asking too much. Well, I, but well, I, the safe bet is one of the quarterbacks. But I'm I already picked the winner based on uh, my rooting interest, so I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna say Sue MVP, man. <laughs> oh, four sacks. Awesome. He's gonna have four yeah. sacks. Like the the first defensive player in like the last I don't even know how long since there was a Super Bowl MVP, but we have four sacks and a touchdown catch. They put him out there, put him out there on a goal line package. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome. I'd be so into that. Uh, I w- I want it to be Gurley in the Rams, but I but since I picked the Patriots. To win it, I'm gonna go with Tom Brady as the MVP, which is probably an easy sucker pick. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm also, I also like to to go with the odds. <laughs> odds are in my favor on that one. Yeah, well, I'd probably give you different answers if I was betting money on it. All right, or or if you followed it a little bit closer the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. the. Uh, Maroon 5 is doing the halftime show. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm not much a, good, fan. a good Atlanta-based entertainment. Who who else? It's Isn't there? I think they're incorporating some of the uh, the rap scene from Atlanta with their, with their show, but they've gotten a lot of a lot of kickback with having Maroon 5 being the the primary halftime uh, entertainment when you you have you have a lot of talent out of Atlanta, and that's where the game's being played, not utilizing some of that local tan- talent. Yeah, I remember seeing that uh, in the news, and I, yeah, I kind of get it. <laughs> but it's, again, Maroon Five doesn't really. I, doesn't really do anything for me either, so maybe that's part of it. Me, me neither. I mean, but but think of this. I mean, you could have had you could have had Lil John doing the halftime show, and you would just had a bunch of okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign me up for that. Well, Lil John and Usher tag team in the uh, the halftime show. That would have been something. Yeah, are they both Atlanta guys? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I'm why not? Them. I'm sure uh, something out that's better than Maroon Five. I mean, I don't know some of these people, but I mean, you got you got Usher, Lil John, Jermaine Dupri, Ludacris. 
Uh, TLC. One of them's dead though. Left, maybe left eye. So just, so just TC. Hope that's not news to anybody. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Left eye is deceased. In like 2002, I think she. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm laughing. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, not laughing because she's dead, but John Mayer is also from Atlanta. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah, you you could have John Mayer and Lil John, <laughs> John times two. They missed a golden opportunity there. They did. And then Young Jeezy. No, everybody loves Young Jeezy. No idea who that is. I've heard the name, but I'm so out of the loop on that stuff. I've never heard that name. <laughs> well, I'm cooler than you now. <laughs> well, Super Bowl, I'll, I'll watch it. You going to watch it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I might. I I forget about it. I forget about stuff like that, and then I end up working, and then I'm like, oh man. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna do it. All right. I expect uh, a full recap from you next week. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you, you got any other quick headers? So I do actually. Uh, I have a echo uh amazon echo alexa thing you know yeah and that's uh like when i'm making dinner i just listen to the news on that and i have the local news on it and the names of the people who do the like podcast news in spokane taylor brooks it's just like the most white bread made up names <laughs> taylor brooks Blake Jensen. And then I'll give you a million guesses and you'll never get this. This is uh, the name of one of the weather people. KHQ Local News. Anybody who wants to Google this. The the weather person, her name is Majestic Storm. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I was like, I gotta start writing these. (laughs) But Majestic Storm with the weather update. (laughs) And later you can find her at your local gentleman's club. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, did she... Man, I'd feel bad about that if that was her given name. (laughs) But... It can't be. There's no... There's no... Well, there's a lot... Could have been a lot of drug usage, but there's no way somebody would name their kid Majestic Storm. It... I mean, there's really two career, only two career options: being weather girl and then also being a stripper. I mean, there's only there's no there's no in between. You can't be a teacher and be like, "Hey, Mrs. Storm." Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't be you can't be you can't be a lawyer, and then oh, majestic storm. What what what's 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 your case? Why are you here today? It does it doesn't work. You're not gonna. You don't have any credibility. She could just be the daughter of two meteorologists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that just really went for it with the name. Heavenly storm. <laughs> and uh, uh oh, Jesus. I'm just I'm just thinking of like different like the dance moves she could have on the pole. <laughs> Here comes Majestic Storm with her patented twister. 
Yeah. Don't. Uh, come on, gentlemen, get right up next to the stage and make it rain for a majestic star. Yeah, that's the that's the obvious one. Don't sit too close because you're bound to get wet. Uh. <laughs> it just took a turn for the worse. What did you do, Sean? My fault. Sorry about that. <laughs> Blaming you and Majestic Storm. I'm going to write her an email. <laughs> She's real, apparently. All right, we're back, and uh, Sean and I have been over the past couple months. We've we've shared with each other some of our oh, I I, I call them old man issues as we're getting as we're getting older. Our bodies are not responding the way they used to to certain things, and we got to do certain things to kind of keep us tuned up, tuned up a little bit. I guess. The uh, as an example to get this conversation started is I play I play basketball during the the winters with a group of group of guys and we had our we our kickoff a couple weeks ago and it was the first time that I played competitive basketball in oh probably eight months nine months and and really first time I've done anything like that in eight or nine months so. I came out of that really sore. I mean, my legs were killing me. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I remember five years ago, I could take eight months off, go run or play basketball and come out and be a little bit sore. But then next morning, be feeling like, okay, I'm ready to go play again. Where the morning after, I was like, I don't know that I'm going to make it down the stairs. <laughs> but uh, but I mean and now I've and since that first first game I've been running every other day on the on the elliptical just trying to keep keep my body ready for basketball each week so I don't run into that same problem but yeah that's I mean that's kind of the things I want to talk about you got anything like that Sean uh for me it's like it's it's definitely food and drink I can't I can't do like I used to do. <laughs> uh, if I have like three drinks now, I'm not necessarily hung over the next day, but it's like, oh, you did something bad. Like my body's like, you did something bad to me. <laughs> and uh, I, so I feel that just so much worse. And now I even have food hangovers. If I just pig out on pizza or something, at like late at night the next day i just feel like hungover basically <laughs> and yeah. uh, that was well, you know back at eastern that was just another day kind of <laughs> that was every day at eastern i mean it, it, but but i got i get both of those i mean that i uh the recovery time after and i mean i don't i don't drink like that really anymore like the really the only times i do are probably when you're in town which is <laughs> once every couple of years or something like that and uh and uh but i mean the last time i did that i mean the next day is pretty much yeah. shot i mean there's yeah. there's no productivity just laying around feeling like hell 
And then the same thing on the food side of it. If I eat anything heavy, like after 10 p.m., it's terrible. <laughs> I wake up, wake up the next morning just feeling like crud. And then my, I mean, my diet has changed because I need certain things now. Like I eat grape nuts now. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. I need fiber. Okay. Like what? Like my, my snacks, like Becky. I mean, then I'm not even talking like Eastern, like five years ago, like I, I could eat like chips and all kinds of junk. It'd be all right. But now, I mean, I'm eating Greek yogurt and grape nuts, <laughs> dried apricots. I mean, my, my cereal in the mornings, usually like raisin bran or honey bunches of oats or something like that. Um, my diet has has changed for not for flavor but for benefits for the body yep you gotta do it yeah don't say i like it but i'm it the other thing is grooming (laughs) i my hair grows faster than it should (laughs) i don't know and i'm losing hair on top of my head so (laughs) i'm self-conscious about Hey, I want to keep this tight up here, but then you can see this shiny dome spot on the top of my head now. Like, I think I, I sent you a, a clip that a buddy of mine took during the first, the first uh, basketball where I, I hit a nice little yeah. runner. I don't know if you noticed, but I it's the first thing I noticed when I turned to run back up the court. I could see that shiny little dome spot on the top of my head. <laughs> really, just kind of waving at me. Okay. Looky out there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's uh that, I, I didn't see that. The video is pretty fuzzy. I'll have to I'll have to take another look though. <laughs> yeah. It's uh I zoomed in on it and Courtney always says, No, you're you're not you're not losing hair there. You just got that that Wallace bump on the top of your that head. Wallace which bump. I do have a a Wallace bump. My my dad had this bump on top of his head. My grandfather had it. It's just this kind of st- the structure of our heads. There is a bump. There is a bump there, but I'm like, that's that's more than just just a bump. <laughs> oh man, I, I got the I got the grades coming in. So that's Wait, depressing. On on the head or or uh, in the beard too. What's that? Sorry, you're breaking up. Just on top of your head or in the beard? Uh, just in my hair, like on the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, I got this was this was after I took the bar, so this was like two and a half years ago. Uh, I got a haircut, and I went and I got a drink with some friends, and my friend was like, "Oh, I like your haircut," uh, and you got that frosted tip. And I immediately was just like, what? <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine going somewhere and asking for a frosted tip. To, I mean, that was the first thing. And it was like, oh, no, she's talking about the great, the, the like really prominent gray streak in my hair. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But... Did you say, yeah, I get the frosted tip? <laughs> I don't even care what the cost is. I just go for it every time. And it's getting more pronounced each time I go. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> yeah, I need a new barber. 
Yeah, my my beard is littered with white hairs. And I and I'm getting it on the temples too. Yeah. It's uh it's distinguished. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh the <laughs> Lord was, I was yeah. I was joking with Lord about my birthday and I was like, oh, well you're getting old too. And I was like, you know, women women get old. She's like, what happens to you? I was like, nothing. Like we just age distinctively. Yeah, we're like with <laughs> So there's a pretty well known double standard. I, I don't know. <laughs> the uh the other thing I gotta do now is I gotta use lotion. Like the bottoms of my feet, my knees, my hands, they just get dried out. I look at the bottom of my feet now and it reminds me of like my dad, the bottom of my dad's feet growing up and seeing like the cracks and calluses on his feet. And I go, oh, dad's disgusting. Go, go put some lotion on your feet. And now I'm, now I'm in the same, same damn boat. My kids look at my feet and they're like, don't get your feet close to me. That's gross. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm slowly becoming. Yeah, guy. right, right. That's what happens. You turn 30 and that's kind of what happens, I guess. I've been I'm full of dad jokes too. That's the other thing that I've noticed as <laughs> as I've gotten older is all those terrible pun type jokes. And uh, I think they're hilarious, but they're probably yeah. not. Is that is that because you're you're older or because you're a dad or both? It's probably yeah. both. Cause I, I you know, dad jokes are kind of funny to me. My friend, uh I'll tell you that like the worst dad joke I think I've ever seen or heard. Uh, I was at a bar with a friend and out of his wallet, he pulled out laminated pictures of uh, dish detergent. You know, the dish detergent pride, like the dish soap. Yeah. And there's a dish detergent yeah. called joy. And so he can tell okay. people, he's like, oh, let me show you my pride and joy and pull out pictures from his wallet. Like there's kids. I know. I could could not believe it. It was good, though. You you need new friends. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell them that. That that, that takes some planning and forethought. I mean, (laughs) I like like dad jokes like, uh, hey, did you get your hair cut? No, I got all of them. Yeah. I mean that's 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 a good dad joke. Yeah. Or uh, what do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. My dad would always say, "Does your face hurt?" It's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get this one all the time. <clears throat> My kids ask me to put help them get dressed or put socks on or shoes on or shirt on um or lately they all got robes for christmas so it's hey can you want me to put my robe on and i'm like i don't think it's gonna fit me <laughs> it always goes better for me than it does for them i get the eye rolls and they're not even that old. <laughs> oh that's i love that that's great My one of my dad's go to was uh the one that got the eye roll the most probably was whenever we were out at a restaurant 
and he saw somebody he knew, which was pretty much always, uh, he would go, hey, Dave, your turn to cook? <laughs> that was, I heard that probably hundreds of times. Dad <laughs> uh, uh, jokes are they're great. And there's really a time, there's never, really never a bad time for a dad joke. You could be at a funeral and, and have a good dad joke that just kind of eases the tension. Sets, sets the mood. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh what else? What other what other the old things you run into? Well, well, you said you listen to the news. I listen to the news. I probably at least twice a week. I eat soup and watch uh, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Oh, you might have to cut that. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. I like while usually while wearing slippers. I today because Lauren makes fun of me. For a lot of this stuff and today i was like hey you should. yeah dylan yeah. Oh, are you there i am oh sorry, sorry. No. uh i don't know if you i don't know what happened there um did you hear everything i was saying yeah that lauren lauren made funny <laughs> yeah I, I i said yeah. i said she should oh okay uh and uh so i i said I told her that we were going to talk about this and I said, what are some of those things that you make fun of me for? And it was just like 15 texts in a row. And I was like, Oh no, I just kind of feel bad about it. But <laughs> uh, so when I get up out of a chair, I sigh. Oh, I do that. That's an old man thing. Apparently that you're supposed to feel bad about. And whenever I get up at a court, that like, Courtney looks at me. Are you okay? And I'm thinking, what the hell? I just stood up. I mean, did I do something? It's like, no, you made a noise. You make noises now. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sighing and and exhaling is like really pronounced. I guess like an old man. Yeah. We just want people to know that we're doing something. Yeah, and I stretch. When I stretch, it's like a big production. I guess. Okay. Like lots of noises are made. <laughs> Stretching's hard. <Yeah. laughs> we we talk about it like we're a hundred years old, but <laughs> I know it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, it just doesn't bode well for the future. I mean, if we're already complaining about this shit, just thinking ten years. Yeah, really. Ten year challenge. <laughs> you're not even on Facebook yet. You <laughs> yeah. I guess you're gonna have to get back on just to do that. The ten year challenge. Yeah. And ten years ago I was uh in Alpina. That's right, you were. I was not yet. Yeah, that's right. It never that never worked out. <laughs> No, I, didn't. <laughs> I was coming in. You decided to get the hell yeah. out of town. 
It's probably better. We probably added years to our lives for that. Yeah, that's actually that's probably true. <laughs> Although I didn't exactly take it easy in Wyoming either. Yeah, yeah, that's. I've heard. I've heard stories. <laughs> yeah, there there are stories out there. That, that crazy Rollins crew. Yeah, look out. You got any other uh, old man stuff? <sighs> yeah, probably a bunch. But what else, Lauren? Make I, I can make up. I want. I want to know. We should have got her out for this. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Well, she. I kind of contested this one. She says I'm really. Uh, okay. This is this is gonna be a little bit of a story. Uh, we were taking a photo. I was sitting on the floor and she sat next to me and she wanted to take a photo. And I was like, well, I can't like move my legs. Also for anybody listening who doesn't know, I'm like, I'm six foot four and I haven't sat Indian style since like kindergarten. And she told me to sit Indian style. And I was just like, no, that's going to be really uncomfortable for me. So then it just led into this big discussion. And I, and I come to find out I'm extremely inflexible and she thinks that's an old man thing. No, it's just kind of being a white dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I've been that way my whole life and being tall doesn't help. And like sitting Indian style, I'm capable of doing it, but would I ever in my life choose to do it? No, that's my position on the whole thing. Uh, no, I, flexibility isn't uh I've never been flexible either. I mean, I, in high school, playing, I mean, I played soccer, basketball, and baseball uh, pretty much for the four years. And we would do like the, the you know, that president's challenge or whatever yeah. in gym class where you have to do so many push ups and pull ups and what right. have you. Like the, the sit and reach, I was always at like negative three. <laughs> you can get negative. Yeah, you didn't, you can't reach your toes. It's like the polar vort. It's like the polar vortex. Yeah, that that was never never a strength of mine. Uh, but I turned out all right. I think that's just us. I think that's just uh, a masculine trait, not being flex- flexible. A what? A masculine oh. trait. Yeah, it could be. I'm just going to chalk it up to that and rather rather have some negative kind of yeah. shit. <laughs> like we're just out of shape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which could be part of it. Yeah. Uh, I got I got a couple uh, if you're if you're done, I got a couple dad jokes to leave uh, uh, this segment. Okay. What's well, brown and sticky? Mm, I don't know. A stick. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I laughed at it, so. <laughs> uh, what do you call a man with a rubber toe? I don't know. Roberto. Oh, okay. That's more, that's a groaner. <laughs> uh, the, uh, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No. It's fine. He woke up. Oh, okay. Oh, so say hello 
to the other elephant. How? By waving. All right, so a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Canada and all the things Canada has given us. And Dylan uh, kind of made a off-the-cuff comment that he hadn't heard of Arcade Fire until they were mentioned in an episode of Letterkenny. So uh, we, we have this free-for-all review thing that we're doing where we'll just review anything that we, f- we find interesting so I thought we would do Arcade Fire, uh, in particular, th- their first album, Funeral. And I'll just uh, read a little bit about Funeral. Um, Funeral received universal acclaim from music critics. It's commonly hailed as a modern classic. At Metacritic, the album's received an average score of 90. It's one of the top 100 albums on Metacritic's list of, high scored, of highest scored albums of all time. Pitchfork gave the album a 9.7 out of 10 and ultimately ranked the album number one on their top 50 albums of 2004 list, as well as number two on the top 200 albums of the 200, uh, 2000s list after Radiohead's Kid A. So it was, I remember at the time it being, um, I, I don't know if I'd say a big deal because it wasn't like, it wasn't on the radio necessarily, but uh, people talking about it and it just being something really different um, in my eyes to, to my ears at least around that time and uh, that's what introduced me to Arcade Fire and I've been a fan ever since uh, their last album I wasn't really crazy about but anyway so I I picked that because I'm really curious what someone who's not familiar with that can can now listen to for the first time and uh, get their take on it so uh, what did you think what did you think about it? I thought it was sad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, and the name, I mean, the name of the album is funeral and, and my understanding after looking at, at reading on it a little bit after, um, after listening to, a, to the album um, was that there was some, some loss in the, for the, the different band members um, during that period of time where they, they lost relatives to, um, that that had passed away and so I mean I think there was this kind of sad undertones to the entirety of the album or that's what I picked up on um, and but also thinking about it at the time that this album was released um, if I could go back historically I think it sounded it sounded a whole lot different than a lot of the other um, music that was being released in that same time frame i mean i think now currently currently there's there's music being produced that is probably um based off of some of the sounds that arcade fire had and i mean with the different instrumentation that they used um some of the kind of i guess more orchestra i can't say the word orchestra type feel to it i guess um I mean, I I think it was, I mean, I've listened to it 15 years later than, than when it was released. So, I mean, that's, uh, I could see it being groundbreaking at the time. Kind of, kind of sad for my take taste though. I thought it was, I mean, it's, uh, I think you got to be in the right, for me anyways, you got to be on the right mood to listen to it. Okay. Um, 
Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, that was my, if you didn't uh, touch on that, my first question for you was going to be whether it sounds unique now. Because at I do remember at the time it, it being really different. And now I, I don't think anybody sounds quite like them, but there's probably more out there that's closer at least. So I think it's that's interesting you say that, and it definitely it definitely is sad, um, especially a few of the kind of lesser known uh, songs. What? So my second question would be, when you listen to it, were you like, oh, I've actually heard a couple of these songs? Yeah, the I mean the I think it was way yeah. Um, I I mean I've I've heard that song before and. I mean, not knowing it at the time that it was Arcade Fire, um, the uh, that was one that I recognized. But I think that was the only only one that that kind of stood out to me as having heard it before. Okay, yeah. Their subsequent stuff is less sad, <laughs> so you might like it a little bit more. Um, but they. And they really go for it. So if you, it's, I would say it's easy to be with it or against it. Like uh, uh, neighborhood number three, one of the lines is the power is out in the heart of man. Oh yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> which uh, man, you're really going for it when you, when you have that as some of your lyrics, I think. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I mean, I listened to the album, uh, and but then I also listened to the Arcade Fire Pandora Station. So I mean, it's not just Arcade Fire, but then other other m- music that sounds similar or or should have a similar feel to that to that genre, just so I could have a, a sense as to what what they sounded like and and what other music was featured with. And I thought I thought the Pandora Station kind of fit with what I was hearing in the initial album because i was getting there i mean there was some radio heads a modest mouse um that was that was being being uh thrown into the pandora station i think you kind of get that get that same feel um with uh with arcade fire yeah. i also i also looked at a picture of the band and they are a bunch of canadian <laughs> i mean they're from canada so it makes sense but yeah, i mean they're french thinking, can like stereotypical yeah you look like it's stereotypical um canadian i mean that's like a a band of michael Sarah's with <laughs> var- varying lengths of hair <laughs> wow i don't know if anybody's described the, them as that I'm looking at a picture of him right now. The the lead guy, I think his name was Win Butler. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, the, the singer. Yeah, he's like the dark Michael Sarah. Like, like I'm Michael Sarah when Jason Bateman beat me when I wasn't listening to him on Arrested Development. I I don't think ever happened. I don't want to throw that start that rumor. But uh, well, then there's the the there's a the taller guy with kind of scruffy hair, and that looks. Like it could be Michael Sarah's cousin. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the one girl. I don't know if it's. I guess Wynn Butler and one of one of them's married or something. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the 
I mean, she's the singer on some of the songs. Okay. I don't know if she's the one that looks kind of like Minnie Driver with shorter hair or if she's the other one, but but Minnie Driver, Minnie Driver's British, but same, almost same thing. Well, they can look similar, even though they're not both Canadian. Uh, <laughs> are you saying Minnie Driver looks Canadian? So let's unpack this a little bit. What does a Canadian person look like? Uh, that's I, I don't know if I can describe it adequately. Um, I guess what I would tell people if they wanted to know what a Canadian looked like, look up pictures of our because <laughs> they have both. <laughs> All right, and then, and then you got it. Then you got a pretty good feel. For okay, it. it's like obscenity. You just or, know when you see it. Yeah, I mean it's yeah like. Is it obscenity or pornography? The uh, you know when you see it if it's if the uh, but uh, you could look at Arcade Fire. You could watch an episode of Degrassi. <laughs> there's there's your Canadians. Yeah, I can't really even disagree with you. I guess Drake's kind of the exception though to the, yeah. to, the to the Degrassi thing. He got out. <laughs> He's not. He doesn't really look like Canadian. It might be because he's black, but I don't know. Um. Well, it's like the. I know you don't watch much South Park, but you know the Canadians on South Park. Yeah. Where they just like split their face in half, and they all look the same. Yeah. All right. So I just looked up a picture of. Uh, Regine Chazagni. She's the uh, the one that's married to Wynn Butler. I can't pronounce her last name. And she's from, yeah, French-Canadian. Um, but she's also of Haitian descent. So that's probably why she's got that mini driver look to her, too. But uh, the picture that I see of her right now, she looks like Carrot Top. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That doesn't sound good. It's not. It's not. But uh, but yeah, if you're interested to find the picture that I'm looking at, look up Regine Chagsad. No, I know. On uh, Wikipedia. Um, I don't know the Carrot Top uh, photo, but. Wikipedia, it's the only picture of her on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, now I got to do it. <laughs> and uh, you'd be like, "What's that? what's Carrot Top doing holding a keyboard guitar?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's probably mean, but a little bit, yeah, it looks a little bit that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it. I'm not, I mean, she could still be a good person. She could <laughs> she could still be a good person? <laughs> So you that, oh, she looks a little bit like Carrot Top. She's probably a bad person, but it's possible that she's not. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, she is Canadian, so there's a higher likelihood scale that she is probably a good yeah. person. Just being Canadian. I mean, Carrot Top is not a good, not a good person, so just looking like him takes you down a few notches. So it's the great equalizer. Okay, gotcha. Yep. But no, I, 
oh, overall, I mean, I liked what I heard with Arcade Fire. I, that that album just was a little bit sad for my liking. Yeah, I can see that. I can, I can totally see that. But at least now you know. I do, and now I know when I want to uh, grieve, throw on some arcade fire. <laughs> yeah, get out, get out a box of Kleenex, and just let it, let all, let it all, let all the tears come out. There you go, cathartic. <laughs> uh, I actually, I, I watched uh, some some uh, guy. I don't think he has any credibility outside of just being a YouTube user and and reviewing music i watched a youtube video of him reviewing funeral just to just to kind of do a little bit of homework for this too and those are the exact words he used that it's cathartic <laughs> was it me and maybe i did it could uh if it, like eastern you but like with black hair huh. yeah he was he was very up on up on the up and up very professional um until and then he just dropped an f-bomb out of nowhere i'm like whoa this just got rock and roll <laughs> what you want yeah 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 okay my uh cock ass of the week is let me let me give a little bit of context here uh so you mentioned it was it was my birthday recently, and as a gift, I got, uh, my girlfriend got me. It's called Flaviar, F L A V I A R. I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. Um, and it touts itself as this um, whiskey club. Try new whiskeys. We'll tell us what you like, and we'll send you different whiskeys to try. And, um, I, I don't know what my girlfriend paid for it, but the way it is now, if you go to the website, it's $120 for a six month membership and they don't really tell you a whole lot about how it works. And it, it, it appears that you're getting sent regularly these different things to try. And it appeared to me at least like you're getting bottles sent to you and they also tout these other benefits that you get with this membership anyways what it boils down to is on two different occasions once when you first sign up and then once three months later they send you three 50 milliliter samples of different whiskeys that they've picked for you that they think that you'll like so that's a 50 milliliter sample is the same size as the little traveler shots. So it's a, it's a shot of whiskey. So over this six month period that people are paying $120, they're getting 300 milliliters of whiskey. That's worth maybe $20. And so I'm, I'm excited to try the different stuff that they're sending me. Cause maybe I wouldn't go out and buy the bottle. So that aspect of the service I, I get it. I like, but uh, it's just really deceptive and you can't really tell what they're, what you're getting. Uh, and they make it seem like a lot more than what they're giving you. So anyways, it was just uh, figuring out what that service really entailed. I was like, oh, these, these people are cock asses. <laughs> it's kind of like the shell game. 
we're gonna we're gonna give you this, but then we're gonna move it around on you, and you're getting this. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kind of, uh, kind of disappointing. I appreciate the gift, but you know, it's like it, it's just very deceptive. Well, like like you said too. I mean, it's good to be able to. You wouldn't, like you said, maybe you wouldn't go out and buy the bottle of of different whiskey, and you're able to to try it, sample it. You might find something that you really like that you want to go out and buy later on. But but in terms of what you're getting from a quantity standpoint and what you're paying, they're they're making a they're making a nice little. <laughs> A nice little, a nice little profit on that. Yeah, a disproportionate, I would say. <laughs> we'll go for that. The I guess if you, if you can do it. I don't know how long they'll be around, but <laughs> well, they just need a few people to do it, or or hundreds of people to do it early on, and they can they can ditch the program. Uh, uh, not to get to, too far off track, but. Just speaking of scams, which I'm not necessarily saying this is a scam, it's just deceptive. But um, there's a movie. Did you see the movie on Netflix about the fire festival? No. You, you might find it interesting. It's it's totally crazy. This guy just ran this huge scam on uh, all these. Uh, it, it, it's it's incredible. If you're bored, I don't know if that ever happens to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. I'll be sitting sitting at work. <laughs> People call yeah, me, look for stuff. I'll be on Netflix. <laughs> well, if you find it, what'd you say it was called? It's uh, I think it's called Fire. It's um, I, I don't know if you remember in the news like two years ago. This they this there's basically uh, one guy behind the whole thing organized this um music festival in the bahamas and they promised it to be this like the most luxurious thing and it turned out uh, pretty much all of it was a lie the the luxury villas these people were promised because it was like five thousand dollars for a ticket uh were uh in relief tents (laughs) Uh, yeah, now you say that, and, and and the festival didn't even happen. The first batch of people showed up, and it and it they just they, they just canceled it. Jeez. So, anyways, the, the the documentary goes through how that all happened, and it's it's pretty incredible. Uh, I'm gonna check that. And then you you create the new documentary about uh, your your whiskey trials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about the same magnitude. I want to. I do. I'm going to want updates as we go, though, to see how what what you what you're testing and uh, and uh, what you. Oh yeah. Of. Okay, that's a good idea. The uh, my cockass of the week are the New Orleans Saints and their fan base. The uh, I don't know if you saw it in the conference championship game, Sean, yeah. um, or for the listeners that haven't that that haven't seen it. There was a play at the end of the game where the cornerback for the for the uh, Rams uh, clearly interfered with the play. I mean, it was defensive pass interference, no doubt about it. But it went uncalled, 
And not only was it defensive pass interference, I mean, it was helmet to helmet. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff that was wrong with the play. But the refs swallowed the whistles, didn't call it, ended up in the Saints settling for a field goal. Um, if they called a penalty, it would have been first and one. I mean, first and goal on the one-yard line. Um, so it was a high-impact play. And uh, with if, if they would have called it, it might it very well could have end up leading to a touchdown. Um, and we all know the outcome now. The Rams won largely um, or with the help of, of that non-call. Um, and Saints fans are pissed off, and they should. I mean, they, they could be mad. But you got Saints fans that have filed a federal lawsuit asking for the game to be replayed. Um, and uh, and just complaining like they're the only people in the world that have been impacted to this. I mean, it's it's a high magnitude moment, but have been impacted by a, a non-call or a missed call or or no call. Um, and all I have to say to those cockasses are, let me introduce you to the Detroit Lions fans. I mean, we've been dealing with this shit for the history of the Detroit Lions. I mean, if you want, if you want video evidence and, and, and newspaper articles and stuff, you don't have to go any further than the, the Lions Cowboys game where playoff game, mind you, where the Lions haven't played in the playoffs since like 1997. And it's been, and we haven't been in the playoffs since and we're winning and we were controlling the ball and there was a, a flag. They, they, they threw a flag on defensive pass interference. They on the Cowboys, which resulted in a first down for the lions. They called it. They moved the chains. We're sent, they're sending out new personnel. And then the refs pick up the flag and say, no, there wasn't a penalty. And then Des Bryant goes out on the field without his helmet on, which should have been another penalty that didn't go called. And, yeah, Lions fans are pissed off, but you didn't see us filing lawsuits and trying to say we should be in the next sec- – we should be in the second round of the playoffs. It's just kind of an expectation right now. Um, and, the, and also, the drive before in the Saints-Rams game, there should have been a face mask penalty – on the Saints that would have put the Rams at first and goal inside the five. They ended up settling for a field goal on that drive, and they may have likely scored a touchdown on that drive too. So, I mean, there's there's different plays throughout the course of a game that can, that has impact on it. It's not all coming down to one particular play, and obviously that one stands out because of the moment it was in. It was at the end of the game. But don't be a bunch of cockasses and – and complain about it. It's the nature of sports. That's what happens. Sometimes the, play, the calls go your way. Sometimes they don't. Um, I think we need to get review better so we can have more accurate calls in these times. We don't want refs deciding games. But get over it. Move on. Yeah. You got. You've had a good. You've had a good team. You've won a Super Bowl. I mean, it sucks. You'll be back next year. Don't worry about it. Don't be cockasses. Just let's go. Right. I saw I saw that someone filed a lawsuit, and that is just a waste of everybody's time and resources. Obviously, um, it is. You think it gums up the docket for wherever they they filed it in too? And right, 
we have real issues that need to be heard or delayed because of right. it. I saw that headline and the other headline I saw was some New Orleans, uh, I think it was optometrists offered the refs free eye exams. And that one, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. The lawsuit, I was like, you people yeah. are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the I saw something else that's kind of funny. Cam Hayward is defense, a defensive lineman for the Saints. He showed up to the Pro Bowl, and he had a shirt that on the back it says, blow whistles, not games. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's. It could be funny, but you also you don't want to you don't want to be a cockass about it. You got to you got to sometimes just say, "Yeah, they blew the call. It sucks. We had other opportunities to win the game. We should have won the game despite that call." Yeah. And and you got to move on. Drink a beer, relax, or or if you want to grieve, listen to some Arcade Fire for. Half yep. an hour. If you got the blues, if you got the sads, <laughs> they call it call it a day, cockass. <laughs> Anything else, cockassery? Nope. All right, we'll be right back with our wrap up. <laughs> Uh, we're back to wrap up episode six. Um, next week, Sean and I are going to come back with the Super Bowl recap, highlight uh, the game, um, some of our favorites from the commercials, and probably I'd like I like to talk about food and drink, so I'd probably talk about what we ate or drank during the game too. Um, and uh, and then yeah, we'll probably talk about something else that's relevant. I don't really know what we're going to do, so we'll play it by the seat of our pants. You got any idea, Sean? Then we'll figure it out. I think that's kind of how this show goes. Anyways. Yeah, true. Figure it, figure it out as we go, and uh, and that's one of the things that I like about this. Just a couple guys shooting the breeze, talking about some, talking about some uh, timely or or interesting topics. At least I find them interesting, and uh, and just yeah, bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, there you have it. Yeah, anything else you want to talk about, Sean? No, we we covered it. Uh, we're out. Later. Later. Thank you for listening to Two Guys, One Internet. Later.